0: This is More Money with economist Steve Moore. Now, Steve Moore.
1: We're back, folks. This is the More Money Show on WBC Talk Radio. I am economist Steve Moore. Don't forget to go to Committee to Unleash Prosperity website. That's Committee to Unleash Prosperity and get our free, free, absolutely free, cost you nothing uh, hotline that we put out every five mornings a week. To, that I think you'll find very educational and illuminating and and maybe even funny. We try to add some some uh, comic relief as well because when you're parroting the left, sometimes you just have to laugh about it. All right, my uh, one of my good friends, uh, Tom Pyle, is on the line. He's the president of a, an incredibly important group called the Institute uh, for Energy Research. It is the top energy research organization in America. This guy knows more about energy then, um, I, I think he's the foremost authority on energy policy in the United States. Tom, uh, thank you so much for joining this, uh, Labor Day weekend. Oh, uh, excuse You flatter me, my
0: friend. You flatter me. So,
1: so, so Tom, I want to, uh, the reason I was so eager to talk to you today is because you just put out a report at Institute for Energy Research, which I thought was fantastic. And it was, of course, on the top, topic of net zero. And the reason I wanted you on, Tom, is because I don't think a lot of people have any idea what that means. You know, the net zero, does that mean, oh, zero pollution? Oh, great, I'm for net zero. Let's not have any pollution. I, everybody's against pollution. Uh, and so everybody's against climate change. So we're just going to have a net zero policy that Biden wants and the Europeans want and uh, so many of our environmental groups want. But what your report did was scare the hell out of me, frankly, about what yeah. this policy would do to America. So can you explain what news? First of all, explain what net zero is and what you found would, would be the impact on our jobs, on our industries, on our energy security.
0: Yeah, sure. So net zero is just another sort of rebranding of this whole climate agenda. The 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 technical aspiration or goal of this dream, which is in reality a nightmare, is to achieve net zero carbon dioxide emissions by 2050, primarily from the electricity sector. Um, uh-huh. So basically replace hydrocarbons, coal, oil and natural gas, with minerals and materials because you know minerals and materials are the things that are put in batteries and you know right. all the components of sort of renewables like wind and solar um this would be a So well,
1: hold on hold on let me just let me just stop you right there because that's such an important yeah. point so you're, if we substitute you know coal gas oil diesel for electric batteries wind and solar you're going to need these minerals uh, to to make those functional forms of power. And I wonder if even that's better for the environment than using, say, natural gas, which is clean. Well, that's exactly the point. Uh,
0: moving away from oil and coal and gas to minerals and materials means clean. they still have to be extracted. They still have to be yeah. transported. They still have to be right. processed. And these all right. of these things have environmental implications. So we're not making
1: the world cleaner and greener by by doing this. So why are we doing this then? I mean, it doesn't seem to make any sense. It's, it doesn't even seem like it's good for the environment. It's going to be really expensive, right? Because natural gas and coal are much, much cheaper than all of these other forms of energy they want to use. Cheaper and more efficient.
0: In other words, they,
1: they yeah. do more yeah. with less.
0: Less land yeah. mass, for example. No, this is about getting rid of fossil fuels. This is a, an agenda um, that these the greens have sort of glommed onto now for years and years and years. And I, I can't get into the heads of these folks, but you know, uh, it's it's just that they've decided that the, that fossil fuel uh, producers are the enemy, and we must eliminate them. Consequences be damned. And let me tell you the consequences. Okay, just yeah, first of please. all, physically. Physically and uh, realistically, you cannot replace 80% of something by 2050, period, <laughs> right. right? That's what they're talking about. Yeah. But look right. what it does to the economy, Steve. Hey, I, I'm going to point to Heritage because they've done modeling on this. Yeah. Aggregate GDP in this country would drop $7.7 7. 7 trillion.
1: Dollars. <laughs> what? The $7 trillion? Short, short, short. Did you say trillion or 7. billion? $7.7 with a T, Steve, oh, God. with a T,
0: the unemployment shortfall averages about 1.2 million jobs. The household electric bill, which is already going up and up and up because of these policies, right. already will increase to nearly 1000 bucks. And if you like the, the gas prices you're paying now, pay 236% more because oh, that's what it would lead to. So, of course, so, you're, wait, so that means they want to more eliminate.
1: than a more than doubling a more than doubling of gas prices. Then, of course, they ultimately you know, want try. to eliminate gas, right? That's, <laughs> right? that's part of this goal. So, I'm sorry. So, then, what goes up by two hundred thirty-six percent? The cost of energy.
0: Well, if the equivalent gas prices today, right? Of, of gas yeah. prices today, is yeah. what it would cost if you were still. If you were still using gas-powered vehicles, which wow. they want to eliminate. Right. So now, look, th- this is a, uh, this is sort of part of their global warming, climate change agenda. You know, it's global cooling, global warming, climate change. Now net yep. zero. Here's yep. what the here's what the moderation in average world temperature uh, would be: a reduction of zero yeah. point zero three five degrees.
1: Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Say that again. Statistically, zero point zero three five degrees centigrade, which is so. Hold on, hold on. Again, I just I have to stop you because how is that going to stop hurricanes? How is that going to stop typhoons? How is that going to stop you know these hot days in Texas? I mean, so you're saying rather than if we have these policies in place, instead of it being one hundred and three degrees in Dallas you know, in uh, for a week in the summer this year, it would be 102.5 percent degrees. So (laughs) I don't even understand the logic of what these people are talking about. That's the
0: practical implication. They claim that if we do it here, others will follow. But, Steve, China's building the equivalent of two new coal plants a week, right? I mean, China isn't playing ball here. India is growing and, and buying more and more, ironically, oil from Russia these days. So this right. is an agenda, Steve, that is about taking away that which works and works well and makes
1: our lives better because they just don't,
0: you know, they just have this beef against fossil fuel. It's, it's really pathological in some so, ways. So,
1: Tom, um, we, I'm sorry, we only have limited time, so I want to get this is really useful information for my, listen, my listeners. And by the way, folks, what we're trying to tell you, when, Tom, Kyle, the world's one of the world's great energy experts, is the net zero policy that the left is trying to impose on us is extraordinarily dangerous. It's bad for our energy. It's bad for our economy. It's bad for our freedom. Uh, and by the way, if I'm overstating that, Tom, please correct me. But I, one thing that that disturbs me greatly is, you know, I was walking through the airport, uh, one of the airports in Washington. The other day, and there's a huge, huge billboard there, and it was one of the Fortune 100 companies, and I forget which one it was, but I saw several of these companies saying, Oh, we're all in for net zero, net zero. Yes, we love net zero. Why is corporate America buying into this crap? Well, it's the same reason the politicians are, Steve, because if you
0: haven't, if you set yourself a goal, uh, that's so far out into the future that you won't be around then you don't care because you're not going to be there to pick up the damage, that you know to right. deal with the damage. And so it's free advertising for them, right, to sort of play along with the Biden administration and to try to appease the green left. And, it, you know, we've seen it over and over with corporations. The ESG stuff is, an, is a perfect example of it. And it only ends up hurting shareholders. It only ends up hurting retirees because it'll yeah. mess with their 401ks and things like that
1: so it's going to make america poor it's not going to help the environment it's probably going to shift uh you were mentioning that that china is building all of these coal plants i think you said nearly two a week uh while by the way we're shutting down our coal plants in places like west virginia and wyoming and pennsylvania and illinois how does that again how how is this in america's interest i mean one of the things i loved about donald trump and uh, you know i think Trump, of course, has his flaws. But, you know, when he was president, it was all about putting America first. H- how does this put America first when we shut down our – we have so much oil and gas and coal in this. I've learned this from you guys at Institute Energy Research. We have more of this stuff than any other country virtually, and we're shutting it down, and none of the other countries are doing that.
0: None of the other countries. And here's the dangerous part in terms of our national security – The percentage of, of minerals and materials that go into these components, these batteries and things are owned or controlled by one country, China, communist China. And that in essence, we're trading our energy security and our national security over to, uh, you know, what I argue is one of the single greatest threats to our, you know, to our national security, and that is China.
1: So we're running out of time here. So I want to ask you one last question. I'd love to have you on in, in the weeks to follow, because this is such important information for my listeners. Um, you know, everybody's all the Greens and all the environmental groups and the politicians are saying, oh, my gosh, you know, because we had a hurricane in uh, Florida uh, that we need to have all these policies. But if I'm understanding you correctly, these policies would not prevent hurricanes, would they?
0: no they wouldn't i mean we've had hurricanes long before we had a climate change agenda right right? i mean you know that's the fact and we've had more destructive hurricanes and we'll have more destructive hurricanes and oh by the way
1: summer will still be summer steve nothing can nothing will change that yeah so uh tom great job that's tom pyle who is the president of the institute for energy research tom how do people get that study um it's Institute
0: for Energy dot org and it'll be the first thing that pops up. Good. Awesome. Thank you, Tom.